quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm back and I have a guest. I love having a guest. It takes the pressure off. And I love this guest. So if you don't follow Big Time Adulting on Instagram, you should because it just makes you take a breath and be able to exhale a little bit in your parenting. And I have Caitlin Murray here, who is the creator of um, Big Time Adulting. And will you please tell us where this beautiful Instagram inspo came from. Oh, thank you for the the kind introduction. Um, yeah, I got my Instagram started when I was pregnant with our third child, and at that point, my my oldest child was in treatment for leukemia. Actually, so um, he had been diagnosed in late 2016 when he was three years old. He's about to turn ten now, and he's doing great. Just so everybody yes. knows, um, he did great ending. But um, yeah, when he got sick, I started to write to family and friends, just email updates about what was going on with us. And they were anecdotal. And there was like this opportunity for me to just share and put my thoughts out there and use humor within that too, even though it was like a really dark and scary and horrible time, obviously. But just the use of humor uh, day to day that kind of helps you get through that stuff, you know, like if you don't, if you don't laugh, you'll cry type thing. And um, after about a year of writing to people, I I compiled them into like a blog space so that I could just have that to look back on whenever I wanted to, you know, remember that experience, which is funny because uh, this is like a piece of advice for any parent, maybe going through a difficult time where you think you might not want to remember one day you are going to want to look back and remember and either read what you wrote or see pictures that you took during that time. It was a piece of advice that somebody gave me. But so anyway, after about a year, I had them in a blog and I was approached by like a, an editor who said, would you like me to show this to like a publisher? Are you interested in writing a book? And I was like, yeah, I would I would like 
that would be a dream. I would love to do that. And so she showed it to her publisher and her publisher said, this chick is fine. She has no following. We're never going to publish a book with somebody who has zero <laughs> followers, <Shoot>. zero <laughs> platform. And I was like, ah, okay, so maybe I'll start an Instagram page. So I started an Instagram page to just see what would happen. Yes. And um, it was never really about my son um, and that experience, but it was about the idea of seeing to how you could build an audience and what that might turn into and how to take that into a, make it a profession, make it a job. And uh, so that's how, that's how I got started. I love it. So you proved them wrong. So are you going to do this book or what? I will, but it's, I'm actually really, really busy right now doing like all kinds of other stuff with my, my page and my content and things that have come out of that. So I always feel like there is a book that's going to come, but, um, I just haven't started oh, there's a book coming. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot coming for Caitlin. I got some stories to tell. <laughs> I love it. I love how you frame parenting. I love your phrase that you say and get yourself a snack at the end <laughs> of a lot of your, um, Reels, I think you use that. Can you tell me where that came from or why you use it? Or <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. Honestly, I only started doing that like a year ago. I've had the page for like four years. But all of a sudden, I was like, this is kind of a fun thing to tell people to do. Because, you know, it's like, who doesn't want a snack? And it's also just sort of symbolic of like, relax, it's fine. You know, take care of yourself chill out. Yes. Get yourself a snack. You probably don't eat. Us parents, moms, especially if we've got multiple kids or we're staying home with kids or we're working or any of those, we don't eat. We don't think about ourselves. We don't take time to get a snack. Yeah. Everything's on the go all the time. Yeah. So I like to talk about this idea of underparenting because I think in this day and age, we like go on Pinterest and we look at like nurseries and our nursery has to have like all of these beautiful things and our, our meal that we go on these follow these like nutrition people who are telling us what our kids need to eat. And they have these plates that are like cookies that are hearts and like sandwiches that are cut on smiley faces. And like, you look at it all and you're thinking, how, how can I, how can I possibly be a mom in this day and age? My mom said, here's the peanut butter and jelly come in when the lights are, you know, the street lights turn out. And it's so much more complicated for us. I feel like, cause there's this whole society and telling us that we have to be these perfect parents and what is your what is your take on this like just not like taking it so seriously? Yeah, I like that term underparenting. That's a good yeah. one. You know, I I really think that it's important to wrap your mind around the fact that we're we're putting so much time and energy and focus on stuff that doesn't matter. Like yes. the, the nursery what the nursery looks like and stuff. Which is funny, when I was having my first kid, I think I had that perception in my mind, like, oh, I want the nursery to look beautiful and like, you know, people are gonna come see it and da 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 and all this stupid stuff that like really doesn't matter. And uh, my I remember my husband's cousin said to me, she was like, Listen, you think that like baby you want pottery barn, babies want Vegas, okay? Like lights <laughs> and like ugly colors and bright things and stuff. So that was like it was so real too, because then everything that they want to pick out is like flashing and beeping, you know, and like these mobiles that they want to look at that entertain them are colorful and like don't match your house. So get over it is what I feel, right? Like get over that, like stop putting so much pressure on yourself to mimic what you're seeing on Pinterest or whatever out there because that stuff is just so unimportant. Like it should not right? be your the focus. The heart-shaped peanut butter and jelly tastes the same as the other one. Yeah. 
God, and who has time for that? I tried to do that crap. I was like an insane, crazy person. I think that's what brought me to this work is that I tried to make everything look good, right? Perfect play dates, beautiful birthday parties. I was going to make everything, you know, aesthetically gorgeous, but I wasn't focusing on like connecting with my kids. I was sacrificing like the connection with my kids because I had to make all these other things look right because I had to keep up with some Pinterest queens that were making me insane that I should have stopped following long ago. And I think that's, you know, sometimes that can happen for people. I know it did for me that I just, I couldn't see the forest for the trees. I couldn't see that. Oh, I actually just need to sit on the floor and play with the, you know, kid and and in his stupid toys that, that I hate. That's more important than the nursery. Yeah, I think like a really good way to characterize how I felt about all of this is that like when I'd see a mom who sort of was keeping up with the Joneses, if you will, in in terms of, you know, doing all the Pinterest worthy things, Instagram worthy things. I felt a lot of pressure. Like it felt like a little bit of a strangle, like, oh God, I, now I, I'm not doing good enough. You know, I'm feeling like I'm failing at this or I have to step up my game here. And when I saw a mom who was real and just, you know, was a great parent, but like didn't care about you know, heart-shaped sandwiches or um, the perfect looking home all of the time or kids' room or kids' outfits or things like that, I felt such a massive sense of relief. Like, oh my God, this is like fine too. You know, this is all... And and it's one thing if you like love doing that stuff, then go ahead. That's your jam. Like rock out, do it. But like... But don't kill yourself over it. It's not worth it. it's not important. Yeah. Your Instagram too. I think that's what it it says to me too. Like, and especially that whole phrase. I don't know why it stuck with me so well, but and get a snack. It was just like, yeah, you guess what, guys? Like, it it's cool. We don't have to over parent. And I think that's what our generation or this generation is really doing. Is like we, a lot of us are over parenting, like just making sure everything's perfect and that they're not going to die. They're going to actually probably live, no matter what sandwich they have. Yeah, like you didn't have a heart-shaped sandwich, but did you die? No. (laughs) You're still breathing. Yeah, and the other part of the message, I I hope, is that like, you know, all of these ragey, like cagey, isolated, guilty, lonely, frustrated, bored parts of motherhood are normal and that we all like really go through that. And that if you haven't been hearing that, and you feel like you're abnormal, that you're not. Like you're you're in good company. There's a ton of us out there. I'd say everyone, you know? I'd say everyone too, if they're willing to admit it. And I like to say, you can love your kids and absolutely hate parenting. Mm-hmm. It could be like the most mundane, terrible thing that you do some of the time. You can love your kids. And then some of the time you can love parenting. But I think to feel like the whole gambit of emotions and to recognize this just helps us not feel as if we should feel that we love every moment of it. Yeah, absolutely not. And like we are all we are all individuals, right? So even there are parts of parenting that maybe person A loves and that person B loathes. So it's yeah. like not everybody has to like reading to their kids at night. Not everybody has to like going to the playground. Not everybody has to like doing sports. You know, it's just yeah, it's whatever every- blows your hair back, you know. <laughs> Yes, whatever like what you like. Back. I like that. <laughs> 
With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, Alphalac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Do you ever get negative feedback from people? Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's always like I want to hear what they roll out here. (laughs) Some of the most of the stuff I'm able to just like let it roll off my back pretty pretty easily. Yeah, I'm getting to be like much thicker skinned. Like I used to really reply to all of those negative comments and like thoughtfully reply in a way that short sort of showed who I am to this person and humanize myself. And now they're going to see and now they're going to feel badly for what they said. And I'm like, you know what? If you don't like it, scroll on, unfollow, (laughs) have a great day, you know, whatever. Um, I'm getting to that point a lot more. But there, of course, like I'm a person and I, I care about what people think generally, you know, I want this stuff to be well received and liked and relatable and validating and all of that jazz. But of course, there are going to be some people along the way that disagree or think that I'm, you know, too brash or whatever is brazen. And that's that's the criticism that you're too brash, you're brazen, you're just too, you're not nice enough. I guess that would be what I would like assume that it is that my I have a foul mouth and stuff like that or that Good. like maybe the things that somebody needs to maybe the things that I say about like kids and parenting people are like how could she say that about children or you know like about these toddlers I'm like you know toddlers are de- and toddlers are demons so they well, deserve I mean, they- let's just get real yes and yeah. so are teenagers wait till you 
Oh, you're going to have so much material in their teens. You won't even be able to be, it'll just be oozing out of you when they're teenagers because it's insane. They're insane. They're crazy. As my kids get older, I become a little bit more thoughtful about what I'll put out there in terms of talking about kids and that experience. Like most of what I say, I try to make about being a mom and what that feeling is like so that I can always kind of stand behind that and explain it to my kids. I do explain my kids are, have seen a bunch of my reels and they laugh at them and think it's funny. And I explain to them like what I'm doing, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As they get older too, I know my daughter, like I'll share stuff. I ask her first, you know, can I share this text message? Because she'll say something sweet to me or whatever and I'll share with her. And now she's like, she's 18. She'll be 18. So now she's on, always on my Instagram, parting things, liking things, saying, oh, this one's really good, mom. That one's right. And so I think they come to appreciate it later on in life. Like it takes a whole, like when they were in their late, early teens or late, you know, school age, they were like, oh, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> Why are you always talking about parenting? What if my friends see you? And now I think they've come through the whole thing. So I think you'll see like an evolution of their involvement and, and hopefully interest. Yeah, I hope so. I hope that, that, I mean, I'm very real with them. So I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> They're lucky. Well, yeah, those trolls, do you um, just, yeah, I used to do that same thing. I was, I still do sometimes I get caught up and I'm like, no, but this is this is this is the way it is, and I try to like explain myself. But I think to me more and more, I'm just like, yeah, bye bye. I don't need to talk to you. You're you're not worth it. Yeah, I mean, there have been times too, like where mothers who have lost children will comment on my um, Instagram, right? So it's like you wouldn't say that, like you would just give anything to be with them if they were, you know, whatever they were doing. When I, when I'll be like making fun of toddlers and their psychosis and that kind of thing. And I'll say to those people, you know what, I, I cannot fathom your pain and your loss. And maybe if I were in your position, I wouldn't be saying that. I have been in a very precarious situation with my son who had cancer. Um, I've certainly considered what that would be like in, in a very real way personally. So in some ways I can empathize closer to your experience than you probably know. But that being said, like, I wish you the best. I have nothing but prayers, hope and love for your family, but this isn't the space for you. You know, like go find a different Instagram page. Don't be here. This is not the space for that mindset right now. You know, I think the same thing too. People will come to me and they'll be like, you're ruining society because you don't punish your kids and you're you know, you have to spank them and this and that. And I'm just like, this is not for you. This isn't for you right here. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. isn't like, for people who spank their kids. I'm sorry. This isn't for people who use punishments. Like find those people. That's great. But don't come over here and in my space and, and, and try to like, I don't know, find your voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why, but I mean, there are people out there. It's just like, I cannot fathom wasting the energy to comment on somebody's post that I didn't agree with. Like, oh my God, what a miserable way to spend your day. I don't comment on anyone's posts ever unless it's like just a little heart. Like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I get it. But I think there's some, you know, people are very triggered they, and have they a need hard a snack. time. <laughs> they definitely need a snack. They for sure need to take it down a notch. They really do. 
I didn't. I I normally ask this at the at the beginning, and I didn't. But I'm going to ask it at the um, towards the end. But um, what's one thing in your life that's going really well? Um, I would say like my professional life right now is going really well, which I'm something I'm really like excited about and proud of. Um, it's really feels like a dream come true to be doing what I'm doing as my job, and uh, I feel very fulfilled. I feel like I love this creative outlet. It definitely doesn't feel like work to me. So I feel like that's going well in life for me right now. You're so lucky. I'm so glad that you found your space and your voice and that it can resonate with other people like me and other moms, I'm sure, who just need, they need to laugh. I I follow a few funny moms and um, they're my favorite people because I think this work I do is like a serious, we talk about feelings and everything's, you know, emotional and generational trauma. And sometimes I want to just be like, you know what, F it. I don't want to talk about generational trauma anymore. I don't want to talk about parenting anymore. I went to a dinner the other night and this woman sat real close to me and she's like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you, I'm having problems with my kid and this and that. And I was like, listen, I just ordered I'm a not at work like, right now. <laughs> like, I love you. You're very sweet, but not talking about parenting, are we? You know, and it's just some days we need a break from it all. And so your paid really brings me some joy in that break that I need. Thank you. Yeah, you're really funny. So tell us where we can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Big Time Adulting. I have a podcast also called Big Time Adulting. Um, and that's really where I am. That's my, those are my home. homes outside of I home. I didn't know you had a podcast. Is it new? Or the grocery store. Um, <laughs> I, it's not new. It's pretty, it's been going for a little while now. I, I, I picked it up like a couple of years ago and then I stopped for a little while and then I restarted like um, really probably at the beginning of this year. It's just every other week. So. All right. I'm going to check it out when I need a little pick me up and snack. Yeah, do it. Get yourself a snack and then you can listen to an episode. <laughs> yeah, I will. All right, Caitlin, thank you so much for, for being here and I hope you all enjoyed listening to Caitlin and you can follow her on Instagram and listen to her podcast and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.